Today, in a special way, we honor Our Lady, 104th anniversary of her apparitions, the concluding apparitions in Fatima, which took place in 1917, where our Blessed Mother appeared to three young children named Jacinta, Francisco, and Lucia. Two of them already are canonized, and one, Lucia, is a servant of God, being prepared for, for beatification and ultimately canonization. Now, Our Lady appeared with a message to the people of God, to all of us, and calling us to repentance, to reparation for our sins, to renewal of life, to rediscovery of our faith in God. But she also came to warn us of the danger of the consequences of sin, lack of repentance, the dangers which are lurking, lurking from every direction. And especially today, we didn't choose the readings for this Wednesday of the 28th week in ordinary time. But it is the same message of St. Paul today, the letter to the Romans. He's inviting us, he says, uh, he's inviting us, all of us, without excuse, uh, that we cannot live the way we do, condemning others, disrespecting others, and yet we're doing the same thing. It's a call to conversion, conversion of sins. And he says, it is by your stubbornness and impenitent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourselves for the day of wrath and revelation of the last judgment of God, who will repay everyone according to his works. It is the message which Our Lady brought to the three children, but to all, to all the whole world, warning us of the consequences of sin. St. Paul speaks directly, as sometimes he is, you know, that because of the stubbornness and impenitent heart, because of that, we are separating ourselves from the Lord. And so Our Lady came with a message saying to us, if we are following the same path, we will end up separating ourselves from the Lord. She showed, the, she showed hell to the young children. She showed what hell looks like. And the children were so terrified by that. You know, both the Francisco and Jacinta began to pray, continuously do penance for people. Penance so that they may not end up being separated from God. So what we have here before us is a message of warning what sin does to us. You know, our culture today, you know, we look for comfort, we look for some form of fulfillment, we look for everything. When it comes to God's ways, God's commandments, we are not really concerned about that. We have become blinded by the reality around us, even if it causes us great harm, even if it causes our hearts to live with, with concerns, fears, and whatever it may be. If it wasn't for that, there's so many people who use all kinds of, of ways to trying to give themselves some form of happiness, and yet they can't find it. But we know that God not only sent his mother here to us, but also what he wishes to bestow upon us. He sent his son. He sent his son 
to us. Um, For God so loved the world that he sent his only son so that whoever may believe in him may have eternal life, may have eternal happiness. God did not send his son to condemn the world, but to save us. The, the condemnation is the consequences of what we do, what we choose to do or not do. That's what, ha- that's what happens to us. So what we have is this, we have Our Lady bringing the message of the gospel. It's a gospel message, it's not another gospel. She just brings that to us because she cares for us. Throughout the century, as you know, Our Lady appeared going back to as early as 50 AD, 51, 52. She appeared to James in Saragossa, Spain, when she was so discouraged because of persecution, because of difficulties. She gave him the good news of, yes, you know, remain faithful, don't be afraid. Whether it's the Guadalupe, his Lord, but it's Kibeho, again, Our Lady warning, if people do not convert, turn back to God, if they do not accept one another as brothers, if they stir up hate and violence against each other, there'll be rivers of blood, and that's what happened in Kibeho. But we don't always listen, we don't always pay attention. But nonetheless, we have this gift of Fatima with this message, very concrete message, she came right in the middle of a very difficult period because it was First World War, the first time. It wasn't just a nation against nation, but many nations against each other, killing. And millions and millions died, suffered. Why, why? Because there's national interests, conflicts, human pride, greed. You know, they want to have this. They want to have expand borders beyond their borders. So they wish to have something which somebody else has. These are capital sins. And of course, what happened is millions of people not only were displaced from their homes, but they were refugees, as you know, and to this very day, we know the, the consequences. But there are also, she came to warn us of the consequences of, of the communist movement gaining momentum and power, beginning in Russia, when the Bolshevik revolution succeeded and the communists took over, and they wished to spread it beyond immediately. You know, they, they began to spread it, and as a matter of fact, in 1920 already, after the revolution 1917, they attacked Poland. They wanted to take the Western Europe as well. Unfortunately, the, the Soviet armies at that time was not Soviet yet, but Bolshevik armies were defeated in Poland, and so they kind of held back. By the way, the, there's known as the miracle of the Vistula, miracle of the Vistula River, where the Bolshevik armies were there, and for some reason they could not, they could not over, uh, overwhelm the, the Polish army. And, and, and there's a historical data that actually Our Lady appeared there. The Our Lady appeared confronting the Bolsheviks, which they became frightened because they saw this woman and they started shooting at her in the sky. Uh, the, the, that, is, that is how Our Lady does. She comes, she warns. She wants us to be, to be people of God, so that in this way we will be protected. Now, so why did she come? 
Why did she come to Fatima? Why did she come? Why does she come to many places around the world? Because she's the mother of our Lord. She's the mother of our Lord. The Lord entrusted to her us from the cross, as you know. John said, uh, in John's Gospel, we read, Jesus turned to his mother. Mother, behold your son. And to John, behold your mother. And so what we have here is this whole continuity of Mary as being the mother, not only of Jesus, the mother of the Son of God, but also mother of us all, where she's the mother of us all. And this is why she comes, because she cares. She cares. She cares for us. Uh, she wants us to, to entrust ourselves, to consecrate ourselves to her son. She wants us to truly be men and women of God. Consecration means not only offering of self, but consecration also means sanctifying ourselves. When we give ourselves over under the, the powerful grace of the mother of God, we will just as she do the will of the God. We should just as she will, we will do the Father's will. Now, she came, us, she, came us, she came to us to remind us of the mystery of our faith, that we don't forget God, who gave up his only son for us, that we may remain faithful to him. She came us and to remind us that God did not spare his own son. He offered his son who died for us because he loves us so much. He does not want us to be separated for all eternity. She wanted to make sure that we remember that the revelation is not just for some or for some people in the past. Revelation is for today. God's revelation is for today because we ourselves are undergoing so many difficulties and problems in our own situations of our own culture with divisions and all the other issues that we have. And not only that, but Marxism seems to be taking a foothold as well here. Uh, always promising the, illusor, the illusion of something better, something greater, but we know the consequences, you know, those countries that had, that embraced it, and we know what the consequences are. Now, what else does she do? What else does she do? What else does she give us? Um, she tells us to stop offending God by the way we do things, by way of repentance, the way, by the way of forgiveness of sins, seeking forgiveness from God and from one another, but also doing communion of reparations, doing something that we can do, each one of us can do, as we go to Mass. So instead of just kind of being oblivious as to what we are doing, or even not recognizing the Lord who comes to us. As you know, Jesus complained to St. Faustina, how many people just receive him as a dead object. He says, I can't do any grace. I cannot do any extraordinary miracles for them because they are not even aware that I'm here. They receive me as, as a dead object. So, so the Lord complains, but Our Lady says, not only just receive him, receive the Lord, but do it as, 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 as a gift for others communion of reparation, 
against reparation against the against offenses against God, against the offenses of her own heart, immaculate heart. She's the mother of God, and we don't really appreciate who she is. And the Lord Jesus wants us to appreciate his mother. And this is why the Fatima call is that we would do is communion reparations against her heart, against the offenses against her heart, against all the all the blasphemies against her. And, and, and she promises uh, that, that those who will do so for five consecutive Saturdays, they will not die unprepared for death, that the Lord will be there for them. So what we have here again is not only the message of repentance, but also what we can do about it. You know, we can do for others, but also what we can do and receive for ourselves. Okay, the, uh, a lady appeared to Jacinta, to Francisco, and to Lucia, and look what they did, how they responded to Our Lady, how they responded with incredible faith, trust in her words, in trust in God. As you know, uh, you know the, especially Francisco, didn't want to offend God in anything. He loved Jesus so much. He didn't want to offend him in any, any sense. He did extraordinary parents, pa penance, even though he was such a young, young boy. And yet this is what he did in response. I mean, we, these children are absolutely uh, astounding the way they are, the, the way they receive the message and what they did, and they also died in a similar situation as to us because of something like SARS type of a pandemic at that time. They, they, they died alone. They died alone because just like today, with the limitations, no one was, was to go there because of, of infection of this disease. So they died of, of, of lungs, which were destroyed by, by this virus at that time. And, and, and so they, they gave themselves, they offered themselves completely to the Lord, and the Lord accepted their, their, their sacrifice. And then the Lord allowed Lucia to continue to live because there were subsequent messages, as you know. In, uh, in my uh, later reflection, I, I brought the, the various messages that our Lord continued to give to, to, um, to Lucia, instructing and guiding in 1925, 26, 1930s, 40. Uh, we, have, we have the messages continued because our Lord uh, wanted to make sure that Faustina would guide the church because the message of, of Fatima was not only for the children, but is for all of us. And not only for all of us, but has also introduced the, 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 the perspective of divine providence, that God worries about us. So pray for, consecrate Russia. Consecrate because the communists will, will continue to spread these errors throughout the world, which will cause suffering, great suffering, great persecution of a church, great destruction among priests. As you know, priests and religious were targeted immediately. Uh, to be eliminated, you know, through concentration, you know, gulags uh, camps or, or hard labor camps, as they were known, uh, or with criminally insane. So, so we know the, 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 the consequences. So look what the children did. 
and what we are invited to do today. The message continues to be as important as at that time. It's not a different message. It's the same message as, as we hear today even in a gospel. Woe to you, scribes. Woe to you, Pharisees. Woe to you. Because what happens is you want to make sure that everybody practices externally of something and conforms, but there's no love of God in your heart. So, so the, the, the faith is not, does not produce the effects, does not produce and bear fruit because it's only love of God that, is, that, that, that we have. And so the Lord is asking us today that beautiful um, uh, responsorial psalm, Lord, only in God is my soul at rest. From him comes my salvation. He's, he only is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I shall not be disturbed at all by anything. So only in God is my soul at rest. Only in God be at rest my soul, not only is, but we wish and desire. The Psalm 62, only in God be addressed my soul, for from him comes my hope. Hope, that means future glory. The word hope, hope, it doesn't mean just a word, but it's the reality awaiting for us that God has prepared for us. Only in God be addressed my soul. And so, because he is my rock and my salvation, I shall not be disturbed. And then the request which here at the shrine, especially trust in him at all times, my people. Oh, tr trust in him. Jesus, I trust in you. The request that the Lord is asking us, trust in him and pour out your hearts before him. What does that mean? Pour out all your brokenness, pour out all your desires, wishes, everything that you wish, that you desire, or you long for, peace or security or, or, or restoration of health or conversion. God is our refuge. So trust in him at all times, my people. Pour out your hearts before him, for he's our God, he's our faithful Lord. And he sent his, his mother to remind us of this truth so we may share in that fullness of life. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. 
simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.